Hey, a big thanks to our kids uh, for leading today. I love, love when our kids are able to come up and sing and lead us in worship. I love their little voices singing these uh, timeless truths. Make a joyful noise and do not fear. Uh, it reminds us uh, that these things are new, you know, that they're new every day, that God is faithful always. And thank you to Stacy Kennedy and Trey and Miss Vicki and, and many others who uh, every Wednesday night are in our children's ministry area leading them in learning uh, these songs. So thank you guys. Appreciate that. Hey, real quick, uh, turn, if you will, to Proverbs 31 in your Bibles. On this Mother's Day, we're going to look at this book of wisdom. Proverbs is a book of the Bible. It's, it's uh, near the center. So it's right after Psalms, which is a, a big book right in the middle of your Bible. Uh, if you're trying to turn there, uh, Proverbs chapter 31, and it is full of wisdom sayings. And so if you've never read through the Proverbs, it, it, it has a lot to do with real life. Uh, and many of these are written by a man named Solomon, who was known to be full of wisdom, but who had made many, many mistakes in his life. And he's passing on to future generations, his future generations, but all of us as well, uh, the knowledge that he's learned, the mistakes that he's made, and uh, he's trying the best that he can to keep others from doing the same thing. And in Proverbs 31, we see, if you look there, uh, this proverb is attributed uh, to a man named King Lemuel. Uh, this is supposed to be the words of King Lemuel as he recites uh, something that his mama told him, right? Something that his, his mother shared with him, and, and he's passing this on. Many people uh, think this King Lemuel is really just a pseudonym or a, a nickname uh, for King Solomon himself. Uh, there is no record of King Lemuel anywhere in history and uh, certainly in Hebrew history. And so uh, they think that this may be something that King Solomon's mother, Bathsheba, uh, shared with him. And maybe he used a pseudonym here because the nature of uh, the sin that's being addressed that she's trying to correct and uh, prevent in him is an embarrassing thing. In fact, if we look back at the, the life of King Solomon, we'd say, well, he was full of wisdom and, and God could have used him, but he did, all of, he did all of this with regard to relationships and harems and wives and concubines, and, and that's the nature of what this man's mother is trying to address. Maybe he couldn't personalize it. Maybe he couldn't say, you know what, guys? This is about me. And so he used a pseudonym, perhaps King Lemuel. And so Proverbs 31 uh, tells us a little bit about the excellent or the noble or the virtuous uh, or the woman of character, the, the woman, the wife, the mother uh, who is uh, to be sought, to be loved, and to be praised. And so these words will be on your screen if you don't have your Bibles today, and also if you don't have a Bible in your life, we don't want anyone leaving here without a good copy of God's Word, and we have those on the table in the back for you at no cost to you. If you need one, take one. Uh, don't be worried about that at all. That's what they're there for, okay? And so let's read this uh, really quick, this word of advice from a mother that gives us a glimpse of what matters in a mother. And I'm going to only read Proverbs 31 and verse 10 today. Take time later maybe to read uh, the rest of this proverb as well. 
this mother of King Lemuel, she started out by asking him and said, What are you doing, my son? What are you doing, son of my womb? What are you doing, son of my vows? Do not give your strength to women, your ways to those who destroy kings. And then in verse 10, she tells him of, of the type of a wife, the type of a mother, the type of a woman he ought to be seeking. And here's what she says. An excellent wife who can find. She is far more precious than jewels. And in the NIV, which really gets it a lot better, it says this. A woman of excellence who can find for her worth is far more than rubies. This wisdom from a mom, the Bible uses this, God uses this in our lives to remind us just how blessed we are by our moms. There are four reasons today that we praise godly mothers. Here, here's the reasons. First is this. We praise God, moms, today because of your strength. We praise God for your strength. The Bible here uses a, a very unique word. And we struggle to translate this word in verse 10. Uh, I've got on the screen a woman of excellence. Your Bible might say a virtuous woman. Uh, a woman of noble character is what another version of the Bible says. We struggle uh, to translate this ancient Hebrew word into English. And honestly, it means far more than what's captured in this. It's not just a virtuous woman. It's not just a woman of excellence. It's not just a, uh, one of uh, noble character. Uh, this is a woman of strength. This word means strength. I'm going to show you this. If you look with me, throughout God's word, this ancient Hebrew word is used 234 times in the Old Testament. And it has the following meanings of those 234 times. 85 times, it means army, host, or forces. It's a noun in that sense. In other, in other times, in 37 other times, it means man of valor. This is like a warrior. This is distinctively a military term applied to this excellent lady. Maybe that's why the struggle was there to, to, to translate that. Because we don't usually think of the, the qualities of, of ladies being uh, warriors or being valiant or being a force. Maybe you do, I don't know. But a force uh, in this sense uh, 32 times it's used of strength, of power, and of might. 21 times of riches and of wealth. Eight times it means substance. And then 33 times the Bible struggles to translate this at all. This woman who is uh, to be praised, this lady who is to be sought out, uh, she is a woman of strength. And moms, praise God that he has given you strength. We need strength in our mothers and in our ladies. This week, our church has been struggling back and forth with the dumpster company for uh, really months now. Strange thing, you don't think of dumpsters and church together, but we do have a dumpster. And we've been struggling back and forth with them. They've said we're going to come. They don't come. They've rescheduled us three and four times without, without even telling us. And so finally... Uh, they didn't come and show up for their appointment this week. And Miss Kathy, y'all know Miss Kathy, the church secretary, <clears throat> my friend. I hope she's still my friend after today. Uh, 
she says, uh, <clears throat> she says, I'm going to call him. And she did call him. And on the other end, the man said, oh, yes, uh, I'm sorry to tell you, you've been rescheduled again. She said, no, we haven't. <laughs> he said, yes, ma'am, we can't find any dumpsters uh, until June 6th, I think it was. Uh, another month that, that they're going to cause us to wait. And she said, yes, you can. You're going to find that dumpster. And then I, I, I heard her voice say to them, let me tell you what our options are. Now, Kathy is the sweetest, most Christian-hearted lady you could ever imagine. As church secretaries go, I don't expect ever to find another one. And I'm thankful for that because she's never allowed to retire. Uh, she's going to stay with us. But, but when it came time to do battle, when it came time to square her shoulders and set her jaw and to look someone in the eye and say, no, 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 here's the line. Uh, a woman of strength rose up in her. And that is what we need in our moms. That's why the Bible, the very first thing in, in this verse, it, it says, an excellent wife, a woman of strength, who can find? Son, what are you doing with all these women? Pl look for the virtuous woman. Look for the woman who is strong. God knew we would need strong moms because we're weak. I mean, we're weak, and that weakness doesn't stop when we grow up. Moms, we need you. I mean, we look to you. I watched a video this week of one of our little guys in the church. Uh, in fact, they're working in the nursery today. They're not up here, but Joseph Asher Dyer, about one years old. His dad put him on this little cart and put him at the top of the driveway. Joseph Asher started riding down the driveway, holding on just as serious and proud as you can imagine a little boy would be. And right at the end, his mother was over here videoing the whole thing. And right as he came down to the end, what do you think he did? He looked at mama, right? Uh, we need you moms. You still fill us with strength. As little guys riding down the, 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 the driveway, we need our moms to see it. We need our moms to be proud and to build into us. We need strong moms because we're weak. We need strong moms because evil is strong. Evil is strong within us. We need moms who will recognize it and say no. And evil is strong at us. We live in a world, friends, where, where forces are arrayed against your family. Do you believe that? Forces are arrayed against your family to take them from the right and to draw them into the wrong. We need mothers who possess this strength. We need mothers who are a force to be reckoned with. We need an army of a mom. We need strength and power and substance within the moms that God has given us. We need protection because we're weak. We need strong moms because evil is strong. And God knew also we need strong moms because the work is hard. It's hard work being a mom. I mean, if you don't believe that, gentlemen, then uh, just keep the kids for one afternoon. It is hard work to be a mom. And listen, uh, we need str strong ladies to do this hard work because in, in motherhood, there's joy, and then suddenly there's heartache. There's high hopes, and then there's disappointment. There's loneliness, there's weariness, there's endlessness, there's thanklessness, and God has placed within godly women a strength, the strength of an army, the forces 
of a mother. Mom, God has trusted to your care that which is highly prized and valued by him. And we praise God that he made you strong for that task. A woman of strength, we praise God for your strength today. We praise God for your scarcity today. This uh, next word here from this text says this, a woman of excellence, who can find her? She's rare. She's not common. She's difficult to, to capture, for her worth is far more than rubies. The godly woman in this proverb is noted for her scarcities. When's the last time you saw a ruby just laying around somewhere? When's the last time you're walking at the park or the cemetery or in, kicking around gravel stones here in this Georgia dirt, and all of a sudden there's some rubies scattered in there too, right? That doesn't happen. Rubies are very rare. What this means about this type of a woman, this godly mother, is that you just don't find them anywhere. You don't just walk into Kroger blindfolded and, and point without knowing, and there's a godly woman, because there's just so many of them everywhere. You don't walk into your office complex or into your factory where you work, and without, without even looking, you just cast a stone, and it lands on a godly woman. These, 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 this, these women of strength, this godly woman, is a scarce commodity to find. She is precious. She is rare. And if you have a godly mom, and we have so many in this church, if you have that, then count yourself doubly blessed in this church. Because look, in the world, it is a rare thing to find a godly woman. I heard a story about not long after the Civil War, three uh, brothers right down the road from here in this area, one county over, uh, they wanted to do something special for their mom on Mother's Day. And they were arguing about who got her the best gift. And um, it was a time when she was alone and had been widowed. And so the first son built her a house, a big house, nice house, and said, I'm pretty sure this is going to be the, the best gift of this Mother's Day. The second son said, no way. He said, listen, I've got, I bought her a horse and buggy. She can go wherever she wants to go. It's a, it's a prized stallion, you know. It's going to have a long life. It's never going to let her down. And the third son said, well, I think I've got you all beat. He said, I bought her a bird, uh, and it's a special bird. It, it's been trained by the Vatican. It's been trained by the Catholic Church in Rome uh, to be able to recite verses of Scripture. Now, this was before the Internet, right? So if you didn't have the Bible memorized, you couldn't just look it up. But this bird had it memorized, and it was trained that it could come to her house, and you just say the chapter and the book and the verse, and this bird could recite it word for word in King James English and in Latin. Thank you, Catholic Church. Uh, and so they did this, and... Uh, they waited to hear from their mom. No internet, no email, and so they waited for a letter from her, and the first son got a letter back, and it, it said, you know, the, thank you for the thought. The house is undoubtedly very nice, but it's bigger than I can handle, and I'm kind of alone here. It just echoes, and it's a lot to clean. The next brother got a note in the mail explaining what was going on in her life, and it said, oh, also, the, the horse is beautiful, and the buggy, the craftsmanship is is, is beyond what I deserve. Thank you for that. But you know what? I don't really go anywhere, and the horse just mainly eats and stinks. And uh, um, so I just want to let you know that. Thank you, Mom. And so, uh, and then the, the last one got a note and said, you know, your other brothers, 
Uh, they gave me these presents, and the thought was nice, but, you know, it really didn't, it's really not helping me where I'm at. He said, but your gift I loved. The chicken was delicious. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. That's a cheesy joke. I've even used it before. I'm sorry. But uh, it's a rare bird, right? That wasn't a chicken, Mom. It's a rare bird. It does, it's something special. That was to be prized, not just to, to be consumed, right? And, and I want you to know today that, that when it comes to godly moms, praise God for you, when it comes to this gift of God described by God in his perfect word here, in this proverb, a strong army of a woman. When it comes to the, this, this type of lady that God puts here to say to us men, to say, hey, here's what you do. Don't do this. Look, look for these things. God has lovingly given this to us, and it wants us to know she is a rare thing to find. And so we praise God, moms, all the more for you. You, you know, a rare mom, someone who's uh, scarce, someone who's uncommon, cannot at the same time be common. You know what that means? You're going to have to look different than the world around you. Guys, we're looking for ladies for our lives who look different than the world around us. That means, moms, you have to say at times no to what the world says yes to. In fact, the world may be just lapping it up, just loving it and reveling in it and saying, this is right, this is the thing to do. Moms, it comes a time where we have to say no to that. A, a mom who is scarce cannot look like the whole world around them. Otherwise, she wouldn't be scarce. A piece of ruby cannot just look like gravel, and neither can a godly mom just look like the world around you. You, you have to say no to what the world says yes to, and we have to say yes to what the world says no to. Moms, if you're going to be this type of lady, there may be a time when you have to say yes to what the world dismisses. Why do you spend your time on that? Why do you give your money to that? Why do you teach your kids this? Why do you withhold them from that? Why do you care if your young men talk like this? What's the problem with your young ladies dressing like that? Uh, moms, godly moms of strength, we praise God that you are not like everyone else. We found rubies, and we don't want gravel. And praise God, a godly woman guards herself and her family from commonness. She is a rare find. Moms, there is a deep and abiding worth in your rareness. And we know it's hard. We know it's hard, but we want you to know today, we treasure that, we need that, God's word praises that, and we thank you, we thank God for giving us such an uncommon blessing in who you are. But thirdly, we praise God for your selflessness. We praise God for your selflessness. Here's what I mean by that. If you look through the rest of this uh, proverb, from verse 10 all the way down, you're going to see that none of it, <clears throat> it tells, uh, none of it is serving this lady herself. What I mean is, it's about her, but it's telling that her life is focused on others. And look on the screen with me, if you will. You'll see what I mean. Uh, the impact of this lady's life is decidedly others-focused. Her household and family are mentioned eight times in this. 
her, her worth, her value to others, her children, her household, eight times. Her husband is mentioned seven times. The poor and needy, two times. A total of 14 times in just a few short verses. The, 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 the praise of this woman's life is because of what she means to others in her life. There is a selflessness here. Moms, we know that being a mom is a selfless job and a thankless job. That's why just the other day, we were at a round table at our house and had had a good meal. And uh, Erica said, um, she said, you know, I've got three loads of laundry to do. And I think we all felt kind of bad for her. And uh, we said, hey, tomorrow is Mother's Day, you know. Uh, this is not something you should be doing right now. You just sit down. That's something that you can do on Monday. <laughs> no, we didn't say that. I may not be here if we had said that. And so, but it is a thankless job, isn't it? Don't I mean? Don't I mean? I've never been a mother, but I've seen a mother. I mean, I've come home and and and, and just imagine what's been done there. The things that you do that are never seen at all the laundry is just back in the drawers right we didn't see that whole thing that happened and then all of a sudden it's just back in there and we grab it right I mean, that's what you do moms we didn't see the buying of the food and the prep prepping of the meal we didn't see the the tears that you shed by yourself in your room after you've been a comforter to us and to the kids all day long comforting their tears talking to us we don't see that this is a thankless job, and it is a selfless job because it, 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 there cannot be a focus on self. And the godly mom you know, is exactly this example for us. We're in a week right now, in this very week, where churches are on heightened alert uh, because of the possible uh, alteration of a law that, that uh, has allowed abortion across our land for the last 50-plus years. And churches are on high alert today because people have threatened to come and do harm to churches on this Mother's Day uh, because of the threat of Christian voices against this so-called right of what? Abortion. And the mantra of so many of the ladies that we see protesting in the streets is this. My body, do you know the rest? My choice. My, my. Me, me self self now there are a thousand reasons reasons that abortion is a grievous evil and a moral crime that is not go unseen by god i wonder what it means for our nation for the judgment of god on our nation i wonder what it means for uh for those of us who are afraid to raise our voices against it i wonder what it means that we're a part of a society uh, that is embracing this but one reason that it is wrong one very simple reason among many is that it is not a godly character that says this world is about me and yes it may cost other people something or another i treat them how i want to there may be a, a life within me that's taken out of the warmth of my care by force against its will with no choice at all but guess what it's my body and it's my choice ladies we praise 
God for your selflessness. And we don't take it for granted. And we're thankful that God has extolled this and placed it within these godly women who are in our lives. God did not put any of us here, men or women, to serve and to satisfy self. No, especially in this room, he has given us the privilege of modeling the selfless servanthood of the Savior. And moms, thank you for being God's example to us of that. We take a minute today just to look over this and think, there's some things I forgot about my mom. There's some things I forgot about the godly women in our life. And if your mom is not a godly woman, if you have to say, today, Matthew, as I read this, it makes me sad because my mom is far from this and far from me. What am I supposed to do about this? A few things you can do. You look to the Lord. He's faithful, ever faithful. He doesn't change. He's made you his son or his daughter forever, period. He's placed the seal of the Holy Spirit upon you. That will never change. He will never be faithless to you. He will never leave you or forsake you. And you read this, young men, and if there's been a failed mother in your life, you say, Lord, lead me to this one. God, you show me this one. Young ladies, here's what you do. Instead of repeating the failures of your mom and saying, well, I guess that's just life. I guess that's how I'm going to be. You look to God. I mean, you turn your eyes to him and you put your heart on his word and you say, God, I'm not powerful to do this, but I plead with you, God, to redeem my situation. May my children never say of me what I must, must say of my mom. May, may my children say that somehow in my life I've been a woman of strength and scarcity and selflessness. That's what we do with that. But also, the last thing, we praise God for your source. We praise God for your source, moms. If you move on down to verse 25 in this proverb, you'll see a, a verse that I really like. Strength and dignity are her clothing. That is to say, uh, the outward things uh, aren't as important. They give way to the inward things. Is she clothed in nice brand names? Is she clothed in lots of makeup? Is she clothed in, in, in outward beauty? Fine. But is she clothed in strength and dignity is the question here. And she laughs at the time to come. Or the days to come is a better way. She laughs at the days to come. Why does she laugh at the days to come? She doesn't even know what they hold. It could be pain or heartache or loss or change. Why is she laughing? Because her source is somewhere other than the days to come. She knows in the days to come, come what may, her source is unchanged. And we see that source revealed here in just a minute. In verse 30, it says, Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. There is a connection to the Lord. There is a fear and a reverence and an awe of God in her life. And we praise God, moms, today, that you have shown us that and revealed to us the source of these blessings. There was a time when we were newly married. I said this one time, guys. One time. Eric was making dinner in our little apartment in East Ridge on a little cul-de-sac. 
And I said, you know, that's not how my mom makes it. Have you ever said that? Once? The ones who said it twice aren't here, right? The, <laughs> you say that once, right? What do you mean by that? You, you mean, hey, yeah, my mom did it this way, or it tasted this way when my mom made it, and, and I can tell by tasting yours, it ain't mom's, right? You don't say that, but you, 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 there, there are certain indicators that we can tell by the product where it comes from. And listen here. This is the tale of this lady in God's word here. She reveals something to us. Yes, we praise her for strength and dignity, for scarcity. All of these qualities, we ought to praise her for. But this leads us to look deeper to see where they come from. What makes such a rare ruby to be there among all the gravels. What, what makes the difference of this? Something had to put this here, right? Why does it taste like this? Because of the loving care of, of my mother and how she did it. We, we, we know where something comes from. And this lady, she comes from the Lord. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord is the one that we praise here. That's the one we seek here moms and your wisdom and work and your priorities and your passions in your character and your correction and your standards and your strength in your love and your legacy the best and very highest thing that you can do for us is to point us to jesus how do we do how do you do that you live according to what he has said matters and it will reveal that this is a woman who fears the Lord. Verse 31 is um, one I want to conclude with today. And what really is our goal here among you today? The Bible says here to give her the fruit of her hands and to let her works praise her in the gates. And so this morning, moms, listen, as best as we're able, as imperfectly as we can, we want to say thank you, and we want to give to you the fruit of your hands. We want to praise you here in the gates of this place and say you are worthy of our thankfulness. But also we're grateful that the praise does not stop there. You have pointed us somewhere deeper. 1 John 3.16 says this, By this we know love that he laid down his life for us. By this we know love. That mom has given of herself for others. By this we know love of, of all those years I took her for granted. Of all those uh, years it was a one-way street pouring into me. Of all those years the wrinkles started uh, coming on and, 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 and all the, the sorrow of my mistakes and my sins and my hurt toward her life. Uh, I've seen her give and give and give of herself. By this we know love, and it points us to the love of Jesus. By this we know love, that he, just like the godly mom, laid down his life for us. Moms, we thank you today for giving us yourselves, and we thank you for showing us Jesus. And as we leave today, I want you to know we praise God for you. Let me pray for us. Just a moment, I'd be happy 
offer a time of response in this place. Maybe you just want to come and bow the knee here at the front and say a word of thanks for your mom. Maybe you want to confess sins that, uh, that are in your heart and brokenness in your relationship with your mom. Maybe you want to resolve to, to do something. Maybe this day you would be the one that reaches out for forgiveness and healing. The floor is open. It's possible today that in this place there's someone who says, you know what, I've never known this type of love in my life because I've never gotten right with the fact that Jesus gave his life for me. The floor is open for you today. We'll stand with you. We won't embarrass you. We know what to do. We'll rejoice in your decision. Maybe you come for church membership today or maybe you come for baptism. All of this is up to you. I could never say enough uh, things about what possibly you may respond to God for. But I can say this. When the Holy Spirit speaks, boy, what a dangerous thing it is to walk away. And so if he's spoken to you, right there where you're sitting, you can make a decision, you can speak to God, you can communicate with him. But also this, this place is open here that I invite you to come to pray quietly. You need me to pray with you or help you. That's what I'm here for. I'll be happy to. Lord, thank you for the word of God. Thank you for trusting it to us. And Lord, thank you for our moms today. For those in this place who need a healing hand on their hearts because of something with mom. Father, I pray that your hand from heaven would reach down and touch in this place. Things might not all be made right today. Put back perfect. Sin may yet prevail. But Father, I pray that you would heal. And that for your people in this place, you would speak words of truth. Let your eternal promises ring true. And remind us that it is not merely a figure of speech to say, we have a father. I am a son, I am a daughter of an unchanging, merciful God who has called me his own and will never let me go. So we praise you for that, no matter what our circumstances are. Father, take these moments of decision, use them for your purposes, we pray, and for our good in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand and sing, and as we do, I invite you to respond.